Hello everybody, welcome back to the Monday Madness Top 100. Woo! I hope you all enjoyed the first part as much as we did. And if you didn't, watch it, you fucks. <laughs> so, I've been taking some Dutch courage to get me through the next part of the list. <laughs> Funny, mine is actually Belgian courage. So, uh, how about that? Wait, so, is it Dutch courage, courage or a Dutch oven? I can never remember. <laughs> they're, they're markedly different things. See, for I different see. markets as well, I think. Oh, so, uh, yes. I went first last time, so I'm going to pass it over, I think, to Jonathan this time. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do the same order. Yeah, we'll rotate, yeah. yeah. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So I'm going to go starting off with my number 90, and then it'll be Neil and Adam then. So yeah. in case you're keeping track and watching this in the playlist, <laughs> <laughs> and upsetting your OCD, that's what's happening. I'm doing this purely to upset your OCD. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Adam is only here to suffer and annoy. So <laughs> Remember, uh, it's not paranoia if they are all out to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Just wake up. Just wake up, Steve. <laughs> anyway, so number ninety um, Where the fuck is, is Steve. Take the red pill. Is a PlayStation One game, a racing game at that, from Codemasters Colin McRae Rally. Ah, ah, I thought we agreed um, no more racing games. No, we did not. <laughs> I thought we agreed they were all shit. <laughs> no, we did not. No, we did not. Because I would have pulled rank otherwise. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> so this That's is what um, he calls his penis. <laughs> No, it's Frank, I Frank. call it things. Not no, rank. Oh, yeah, it's women say it's Frank. There you have it. Anyway, so Colin McRae Rally, um, in my opinion, is probably the best racing game Codemasters made for the PS1. It's just the most complete package. I will not disagree. I've played this one, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm getting some Vietnam flashbacks of it. Yeah. It's quite fantastic. Um, it's not but it's... Fun yeah. Because it really really the first Toka game was kind of like too the hard. Tokas, yeah. yeah. It was and kind of like it was a toss between them and then... Toka 2 was really, really good. Yeah. And this one, I think, was better because it had a bit more progression in it. Mm. You know, you could actually... Because you could go on the easy level and just like race Skodas and Megans if you're, you know, a pussy and a coward. Or it could be a real man and drive a Mitsubishi Lancer or a Subaru. Like God intended Like the what game. real men do in real life. Absolutely, yeah. Everyone. <laughs> or, like I said, once you like get good at the game, you can, you know, uh, unlock legendary rally cars like the Quattro and the RS two hundred. Yeah, stop being a scrub, you fucking scrub. Yeah. <laughs> what really makes this game though is all the fucking cheats, right? Because yeah. yeah. Codemasters, the reason I loved them was because back in the day they had brilliant now, cheats. For any kids watching now, this is what would be called paid content. Yes, DLC. <laughs> yeah, this is stuff to be paid. But no, but this is the thing. Back in the day, back in the good old days, if you cleared a stage, you did something. Back in cool, the good old days, if if you had enough money for the internet, mm, yeah, you could get all of the cheats. Yes. <laughs> Back in the days, if you if you paid for the game, you got all of the content. Yeah. <laughs> how weird. And how quaint a concept how that is. absolutely bizarre. But the thing was, what I love about it, because um, obviously Codemasters were kind of tongue-in-cheek with what they did as well. My favourite cheat um, was, uh, I, I don't know what the name of it was, but basically you could switch the camera to micro-machines mode. Mm. And it could go exactly the same camera, because it's the same I engine. Yeah. The same engine. and well, the, actual, the same designers. The same design. Oh, yeah, Codemasters yeah, the whole yeah. lot, yeah. And what happened was then the actual like the co-driver goes all high pitch like that and just keeps talking left, right, more ticket. <laughs> but the the other good one was the nighttime uh, mode where all the uh, the stages turn into night. And what happens is there's a few like off the beaten paths you can go down. And if you go down them, your lights cut out and you get abducted by aliens. Jesus, <laughs> that's genuine because there's one there's there's two or there's four stages where you can get abducted by aliens. Your car turns into jelly and you get the code name for that cheat. That's just all fun. Yeah, it's yeah. just fun. It's just a fun game. Great. And just like I said, it's just when games didn't take themselves too when seriously. When games were fun. Yeah. Games are fun. Neil, your number 90. My number 90 is the third horror game on all of our lists. Because um, I'm racking out the horror games. It's <clears throat> one of the first 
horror games I played on my PC when I got a strong enough PC to run it. It's mm. a game called Nocturne. Oh, oh I've played Nocturne. Yes. I it have not, was, but I've seen it. It was a game that was sort of like... <laughs> uh, I'll put a bit of context. Mm. It was a bit like Crisis in that when it was released, there was not really a whole lot of machines out there that could play it yes, properly. Yes, I remember that. Because it was yeah. fucking bizarre, but it was a fantastic. The lore behind it was basically you were a monster hunter. Yes. Called the Stranger. Stranger, yes. Working for this organization called Spook House. Was it in the 20s or 30s, wasn't it? It was, like it was set in the f- yeah, 40s, something yeah, like that. It was set, no, yeah. it was set in the 20s and 30s. Um, oh, oh, no, it was set in... Set post World War One, so twenties, pre yeah. World War Two, yeah, twenty thirties, yeah. So, um, yeah, and it was brilliant. In the organization was run mm. by this guy called the Colonel with a hook for hand. Then you had Dampiers who were half vampire, half human hybrids, yeah, demons. They, it was weird. The game had four chapters in it that weren't really connected, but can you, yeah. you should really play them in chronological order. Yes, and they were fantastic and they were really well. So, uh, the first one had you going to like a vampire castle to mm. investigate this kind of werewolf vampire argument which was really weird because apparently there were no werewolves left in Germany but whatever the fuck mm. but it was really yeah. well unlike today where they're yeah. all werewolves they're all just all werewolves it's werewolf city fucking Merkel um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking skin markers um, so yeah no it was all of the characters it was it had a really well fleshed out roster mm. um, it was fantastic they wound up actually doing the whole gathering of developers. Remember they made the Blair Witch series of games? Yes. The mm. first one, mm. um, the the Rustin Parr, the thing about the the fate of Rustin Parr, yes. which was the first one on the... That was actually using Spookhouse. They actually sent out the Doctor, Doc Holliday. Really? In that, and the Stranger comes in as the support character. No, yeah. that's cool. So it's, they actually reused everything. The engine got used for yeah. all three games. So I, it's got a bit I of remember mythos. it. It does have a bit of a mythos in yeah. that the Spookhouse was then sent out to investigate. Like, you actually slag him off a bit. He's like, oh, I went up there. I found nothing that's because when they turn around that's because the Blair Witch isn't anything you can shoot mm. <laughs> so the, the Blair Witch version yeah. of the game was very much a puzzler yes. it had a really bitch hard chemistry fucking mini game in it mm. uh, but yeah no Nocturne definitely play it um, get into it fantastic it's a very hard game to find I'd say because it's in that kind of region where like games are so hard to run now because yeah, everything was on like 32x it quite. it was also quite bizarre yeah. in I, how the engine was put because I would try to play it and sure. I think because my PC was so shite back then I couldn't because it was so choppy and yeah. rocky and it was impossible to yeah. play but I remember the stranger I, I thought he was yeah. a class character because yeah. he had a real gravity it ended, it ended on a mad cliffhanger um, yeah that's never made any, no to it they never made any more of it no there's no end to it I don't understand why. Baffling. Uh, first game I was ever age uh, age pulled for because I got it for my 14th birthday mm-hmm. and it was a 15s game and they I had to get my mum to buy it. <laughs> well, you so believe that. I would have got that and I was even far younger than you were. <laughs> so you can imagine how baffled I was yeah. at it. Anyway, go for it. Adam, Adam you're me. number 90. My number 90, short and simple. Uh, PS3 uh, parkour game, Mirror's Edge. Good show. Mm. Good show. Live and low, but good show. Super fun, just oh. running around, jumping. I love the uh, developer's cheek in that they made the uh, pirated version where you could just slow down around edges. Yes. So it was unplayable. <laughs> um, I didn't pirate it, I just really liked that touch. Yeah. Um, super fun game, combat, really shit, but not a focus of the game. Made shit intentionally to stop you from fucking shooting people. Yeah. But that's good though, that's good design because it's enforcing super fun. the parkour like, rule. Yeah. It's kind of the game that encourages speedrunning. Yeah. Because like some of the trophies are locked behind 
finish this game and speedrun our time. Yes. And at that, it's like, holy fuck, I need to learn how to glitch through walls to do Pretty this. Pretty much, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I never got that good. I played through the game. Would pick it up again today, just do a casual run. Mm. Super fun. Yeah. Really b- colourful as well. Really uncool- a lot yeah, of white on so red. Super clean color. environment. Like the yes. world building. Sterile. I yeah. Sterile. sterile looking, yeah. And one thing I really like about it is how your character is never expanded upon. Yes. For all intents and purposes, you're just the bad guy. Yeah. This is a utopian society except for pricks like you running drugs. Pretty much, yeah. Like I said, you, you could be the bad guy and wouldn't have even realised it. Yeah. And or really, would you have cared? Again, I really like it. Great stuff, great stuff, lads. Right, my number 89 then is, um, I think I might upset Neil with this because this is one of his favourites. My number 89 from the brainchild of Harlan Ellison is I Have No Mouth and I Must oh. Scream. What? Oh. Yes. It's a little bit low, I accept that. That is a little bit low. So... They're it's subterranean. It <laughs> is a very grim click adve- point and click adventure. It is grim. It's very grim. It's but obviously, it's based off the short story that is equally as miserable. Um, it's not more so. Yeah. Now, the reason it's so down low is that it doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't really play well. Really, I thought everyone has to... a super happy ending. No. Or is that just in my opinion? No, everyone dies. No, yeah, just because exactly. Just... <laughs> no, everyone dies, but dies on their terms. Yeah. That's the happy ending. Like, it's not like everyone lives and the world is saved jo- for you. Jonathan, again. that's the best you can hope for in this cold, uncaring world. <laughs> well, thanks for liking the mood. Anyway, <laughs> but like I said, there's a lot of... I do like the game. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I fucking love how Neil looked at me <laughs> so angry. Then when he was like, oh God, he's, he's serious. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's I, just talking. I do, I do genuinely like the game because it is very, very different in tone to most point-and-click adventures. A lot of them are actual adventures. They're like colourful, wonderful things that are happening. Whereas this one is just like you're going through some serious shit at the minute. Like, yeah. Especially the female character. I won't specify it here, but she goes Women, through... Women, am I right? <laughs> she goes through shit. Bitches, huh? Yeah. And <laughs> there's another um, character, I can't remember his name, but he was the Nazi doctor. Nimdok. Oh. Nimdok, that's the one. Funnily enough, actually, curiously, the German version of the game doesn't have him in it. Of course, yeah. So they excised it out because it was put on the index, so mm. you can't actually mention Nazism or anything like yes. that. Yes. Making the game completely unwinnable because... Everybody has to get to the end. Yes. And they just cut him out. <laughs> you have to play through each There's five just characters. Like reskin him or change no, no, his dialogue. Just sliced no. him out of a whole There's, there's five characters and you have to play through each one, basically, and get them yeah. through to the end, to the, to the end game. Oh, and great. then the end game is up against the big no, end. No, um, I, I just can't get over the fact that they're like, okay, fuck you, Germany. You yeah. don't want to play the game? Don't no, no, there's, the a, there's a blanket rule in Germany, German yeah. law. They can't bend, they don't mention the Nazis. Yeah, yeah but like, you could easily change his dialogue and his backstory. Oh, no, no, you can't. It's very on the nose. Oh, it's Unbelievably, on the nose. unbelievably well. I have, I, have a lot, I have a lot to say about that when yeah. we get to it. My the, literally, the only thing they change in the game in terms of Nazi themes is the swastika. There's no swastikas. Mm. There's it's no, just yeah. an X. But it's very obvious. That oh, it's a clear, concentration yeah. camp. Yes. Oh yeah. It's, oh, it's actually it's explicitly, it's genocide. It's explicitly mentioned. Yeah. yeah, it mentions the genocide. The yeah, Holocaust and everything. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And there's a lot of there's one which actually did of, happen in case any incels are watching. <laughs> hey. <laughs> But yeah, and the little character I think was uh, what's his name, Monty, the guy that got kind of transformed into a gorilla. He had to go through shit as well, like the spoiler alert. Yeah, George, I think it was something. George, like that. yeah, it was something like that. Yes, yeah. and Benny. Benny. Benny, no, it was Benny. Yeah, and he Fuck gets George. What are we talking about? George, it was a monkey. I was trying to think, George, a monkey. Oof. But I mean, serious. But he yeah. gets turned into a gorilla. You see, Am keeps fucking with him in particular because he's the most physically able one. So mm-hmm. he keeps turning him into a gorilla and making him deformed and all that and retarded. Basically, literally retarded because oh, for the purpose of the game, they restore his mind, but he can't actually walk. Yes, because the the start of his level, he's at the, the top. Fuck, are you guys playing? Yeah, at the start yes. of his level, he's at the top of a very large staircase, but right next to the exit. 
Yeah. And the instant you click in the exit, he just falls down the staircase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like two screens in length. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, Am. You restored my mind, but my mm. fucking legs are crippled. So he couldn't. He started him right next to the exit. Yeah. And, and that's basically, if you want, just. Well, I'll elaborate a bit more what I'm talking about the game. Yes. But that's the level of fuckery you do. It's a grim game, but fucking hell. It's, it's brilliant, but clunky. Clunky for programming and puzzles in my playthrough. Very nice. So. That's why it's that's why it's taking a hit. I'm afraid. You bummer. <laughs> Neil, number eighty nine. Number eighty nine. Possibly is it the most? Re- it's not the most recent game on my list. It's probably the most recent game on any of our lists so far. It is Undertale. Oh. Ah. Okay. Very very good game. Uh, the f- uh, one of the most amazing things about it is that it's done by one guy mm. who wrote it. Fantastic. It's fantastically well written game. Um subverts so many genres but does it really well it's yeah. not subverting the genre just because eh, this is how eh, what if you couldn't kill anything there's actually por- plausible, there's a reason for there's it there's plausible yes. reasons behind yeah, it you're not, not a genocidal prick yeah mm. there is a genocide ed- ending where you can actually you have to really work for that bad ending though because <laughs> you have to kill literally everything and it's ba- if you grind the game into a fucking pulp mm. you get the genocide ending Um, actually kind of worth doing uh, but it's a bleak ending mm. but it's fantastic really well written um, and just one of the very it's one of those few games where I hear people shouting on about how indie games don't have good graphics it just makes me want to gouge their eyeballs out yeah. and feed them to them uh, because fuck me this game is just so superbly well written and it's really really very very fucking good yeah um, it's, yep. it's very heavily inspired by Earthbound and the thing with it me is, is yeah, I, forgot, I got a very Mother 60 vibe Mother of 3 yeah and, I was, and the thing was like I was trying to like Mother I'm trying to play Earthbound true. first and then play Undertale so yeah. I can kind of get it sort of so that's why it's not on my list unfortunately because I haven't <clears throat> finished either Yeah. <laughs> which I'm kind of annoyed by because I really do want to play it but I feel obliged no, to play it's fanta- it's fantastic first. um uh, it's a game I, I really do recommend to everybody. Good stuff. Um, it's very, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't cool. say more. Adam, number 89. My number 89 is, uh, I think, our, one of our first RPGs on the list. It is Grandia for the PlayStation 1. Oh, oh fucking wow. back in time, are we? Now, that is. I'm surprised because I thought that'd be higher on your list. That's a time machine of a fucking game. That is. I've kept it quite low because I don't really want to talk too much about it. There are some great things in it. So, like, every fucking NPC in the first few towns mm. has a really fucking <laughs> serious backstory. Yes. It's a great game. You could believe people are living in this world. For people that don't know, it's kind of like um, a fantasy RPG. Is that... It's somewhere... It's not set in the same... It's, like, very, like, um, Dragon Quest kind it's of... It's kind of Dragon Quest. Yeah. I was about to say, I was going to go with The Shining in the Dark. It's not The Shining no. series. The Shining in the Darkness no. series. Nah, no, fuck. Oh, wow, I got it's, really a, it's, it's like a, it's like Shades of Dragon Quest and Shades of Suikoden I find yeah. Suikoden yeah <laughs> it, that said it's just it's a really funny Suikoden game too. I was recommended this game. by yeah. uh, one of my friends who played through like the whole game when he was a kid and he was just like Adam play Grandia like completely out of nowhere I was like I, I'm not sure I have a Playstation 1 anymore just play this and find I, a way to play this do I even know you <laughs> <laughs> who are you and again I'm not going to say too much about it because the fucking story is amazing and I recommend playing it yeah and the gameplay again it's generic RPG but again great generic mm. RPG is it a JRPG or JRPG yeah so it also has a kind of top down view it's kind of slightly isometric yeah. isn't it yeah, yeah I know. and I've the buildings you can go behind them in behind yes. there are hidden secrets everywhere it's fucking great yeah I see, so I've seen a lot of Flash games that are heavily inspired by games like Grandia so I've kind of seen like it's probably going to touch around the same area anyway I'd say same kind yeah. of type of settings so again quite low for me but um, it's not the last JRPG we talk about that's fair that's fair very good 
Okay, my number 88 then <laughs> is kind of on the same region as Adam, funny enough. Not quite a JRPG, but trying to be. Dot Hack Infection. Oh, ah, yeah. Now, hacks. I happen to know you love the Dot Hack series. I do like the Dot Hack series. Um, now, the frustrating thing is that I love playthroughs of it. I haven't actually. <laughs> uh, the Infection is the only, is the the only, only game I've played physically. <laughs> yes, that's why it's on the list. But I do like the idea of Dot Hack because it's a wide ranging story between fucking With some games. Balls to the walls anime, yes. if you're interested. So I was like, it's. It, as I said, like it goes branches between manga, anime, video games, and it's all part of the same overarching story. Yeah. And the cool thing is that, especially when you play the games, you get an extra DVD in each one called Luminal- Luminality, and they're all different volumes. So in Infection, you get the first volume, and it follows the story, what's happening in the real world, basically, because in the game, you're playing the game within the game. The world, right? And you're so only playing that. Th- think it's like an isekai series before they were cool. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and the thing is, like, the, the beauty of it is that, like, in the wor- in the game world, you're only seeing a certain amount of things. And shit's going down in the game world, and that's all you see, right? But in the Luminality series, you're seeing what's happening in the real world, and things have gone to shit. <laughs> because everyone's playing the game. Mm-hmm. Everyone's gone into VR, and everything is shut down in the real world, right? So... <laughs> as it should be as it should be <laughs> correctly so because um, get on a playstation VR. but the yeah. characters are very very funny because it's exactly the same kind of smorgasbord of MMO players you expect there's a role player called Peros who goes mm. Ark darling I see that you need someone to go with it's like yeah, just get in the fucking party Peros for God <laughs> and there's a card there's a card like like a massive magic player or a Digimon player as the case may be Ooh. called Wiseman who's obviously the token Steve Bloom character that every anime game has to have by law. And he's just like kind of cold and enigmatic and cool when he is actually just a big fucking nerd. Nice. But the only But the great thing about it is the only reason you know that is that by if you keep going through the email system in the game, you get all this character development and you find out about the people behind the, yeah. the avatars. And that's what the great uh, skill of dot hack is mm. you find it behind the curtain you find out what's happening beyond the game nice and with all the gender dysphoria and whatnot kind of yeah and the most frustrating thing about the game is it's probably one of the hardest game bosses i've ever faced scathe the mm. last the last boss is fucking hard because you're so underpowered in the grand context of this of the quadruple games basically so you're trying to basically beat this guy who is automatically broken like they're all corrupted uh, yeah. characters they're all corrupted bosses and you're trying to beat this guy when you're just a minnow <laughs> at that stage and there's only three or four of you at the time so you don't have a great char- selection of characters like you would in the future games so you're fucking fighting the Alamo already and you're just finding one opportunity then you kill him and you don't actually kill him it's like well fuck you anyway I spent half an hour spiders yeah <laughs> It's, it's like jo- Jonathan's the kind of person that will waste all of his items on an, a mandatory death fight. <laughs> it wasn't even a mandatory death fight. You have to keep wailing on him until there's a break in his defense. That's it. That's mm-hmm. how all those bosses work. Well, oh. That's Jonathan's flirtation tactics. <laughs> <laughs> quick and quick out. That's the way I am. Okay. Neil, uh, 88, please. Uh, just realized 88 completely overrides something I said in the last <laughs> block. Contradictions. Contradictions, yes. yes. My number 88 is Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah! <laughs> Yes! The best part about this is Neil actually stopped to look through his list <laughs> to and goes, see if it was there. So I've been chatting shit about Grand Theft Auto bollocks. Now, don't get me wrong, right? Grand Theft Auto on the PS2, uh, I sunk so many goddamn hours into this. I used to play it with my dad and my little sister. Um, the hot one? Wholesome family game. And by that, I mean your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow even worse. Uh, yeah, no, it was great. 
it's the best of the Grand Theft Auto series, and that's including all the ones that they've done up till now. It's mm. the best written one, and it's not even that well written. Um, <laughs> throwing, throwing so shade. much shade, so, throwing so much shade, but Jesus. it was the most playable, the most fun. Um, no, I, I quite enjoyed this. I had a real soft spot for this okay. uh, game. Uh, yeah, no, Grand Theft Auto 3. Okay, good stuff. Good. So, um, I can't expand on so, it. Uh, no. already talking about it. Going on to my number 88. Yes. We're, we're kind of in the same no, area. 88, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, sorry. Kind of in the same area. It's a little game called Lego Island. <laughs> <laughs> you go around stealing here. things. It's just it's a really fun little Lego game. Yes. Full of mini games. It's got a whole town, Mamba Pop-Up's Pizzeria, so it's kind Pepper of like the, the Delivery is Boy. It's like the WarioWare kind of things where it's just a selection of mini games. Yeah, it's a li- well, no, you walk around the island and there are mini games in the areas. So oh, there's right. like a racing track, there's a helicopter you can build, and you, you're, you're encouraged to build things your own way. Mm. Of course, you have to build them with the preset blocks, Some but you get to recolor them. It's almost as if it's Lego or something. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like that, something like <laughs> On that. On brand. <laughs> you, you can pick any character that lives on the island of like 20. Yeah. And they'll interact with each character. Yeah. So you'll walk around, you'll talk to someone who's like, hey, police officer, male police officer, hey, how you doing, delivery boy? That sort of crap, you know? And there's like little dialogue things. Really, it's really cheap, fun. Like, yeah. yeah, it's fun and funny. And you can crash through like, build. you can click on buildings and it will disassemble them. Ah. And all the blocks will just appear disassembled for a minute. And then it'll show you how to build that kind of house with Lego. Nice. Oh, that's, that's actually kind of clever, yeah. Yeah, and then there's like little things like you get a pizza delivery mini game. Yeah. Where if you are the actual pizza delivery boy, you like free the brickster who is this criminal on the right. jail. And if you've built the helicopter, you ha- unlock an extra mini game where he'll go around disassembling the island and you have to try and stop him by shooting pizzas at him until he's too full so that the police will capture him. <laughs> So the Brickster orders a pizza that's extra spicy that will burn any brick that nice. it touches. And I know I'm spoiling it, but it's such a fun little game. It was kind of like shovelware, I think. It came with something. Yeah. yeah. Like a cereal or something. I was about to say, like, it sounds like a cereal box game. And it's just something that I've always remembered because like, I constant I played the hell out of this game. Yeah. Getting all of the golden blocks, which are things that you collect for each achievement. Mm-hmm. So like, I've done the race with every character. I've done everything with every character. And I was like, if I get everything first, then play as Pepper to break the bricks right. Can I stop him from destroying the island? No. No. <laughs> no the, the island's just fucked. <laughs> well, like, in case anyone was trying to play Lego Island, there you have it. There's there your you answer. There you go. It, it's just so much fun. Right. It's really janky, but I would still, if I could find it, I would load it up today in a heartbeat. Mm. Number 87, Jonathan. Yes, now this might anger a few people in our group, but uh, I'm willing to go on a limb. My 87 is Crash Team Racing. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's just a solid go-karting game. That's uh, crazy, though, for a good few people. It is, it. and it's funny topical as well, considering the time we're recording this. Yes, it's yeah, just like it's just a remake announced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but Quite like I said, it is just a solid go-karting game, and by far better than Mario Kart. I don't care what any fucking Nintendo mark say, it is a much better game. Ooh, it's refined, with better courses, you're more challenging. Us, you're going to get us fucked. I don't give a Hell shit. Man. Dislike this fucking video. Yeah, they'll, come and they'll just pop their spots all over D- Dislike us. all of our videos. Give us extra like views. That's fine. Yes. Tickle our algorithm. That's what, that's our slogan here. But um, <laughs> what happens... No, it, it's just there's more interesting courses. Um, obviously, all inspired by the first three games that came before it. The carts all have very different reasons for going. You can use Crash if you want a nice, solid, balanced one. Or you can go fucking Dingo Dial and go for pure speed. Or if you're a coward, you can go for the Polar Bear or the Tiger and then just be able to with turn the corners. easy mode that you can't actually play with. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, but like, even the bosses are really, really fucking hard. Uh, Nitrous Oxide is Nit- very, very Nitrous hard. Nitrous Oxide, the final boss, by yeah, the way, yeah, yeah. he cheats. 
You don't have to cheat, bastard. The only boss that will fucking leave on the two count. Yes. 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 Yeah. Exactly. No. I remember he always left early. You yeah. Fucking and the yeah. way the way to beat him is actually not to take the shortcut. No. You want to avoid the shortcut and just get faster around the track. Yeah. Than it's he momentum. Can. Momentum yeah. gets you past him. Oh, yeah. I think that it, took me a long it, time to I think figure it out. Triggered me somewhat actually mentioning <laughs> that. Yeah. It's Fuck. I hate that. Him and Ripperu are pricks now, in um, the game. Yeah, it's actually like, no. Ripperu's um, fine. Yeah, Ripperu is Papu Papu. He Rip- was awful. Yes, because yes. of his because of his was the first boss, I yeah. believe. But no, great game, uh, solid yeah. go kart game, very and good. I'm so fucking glad it's back. Yeah, so glad it's back. Very, very interesting. Yeah, to do with it. Um, yeah, I hope they don't change anything. I, thank God it's not different. Nice, <laughs> go on, go on, my son, go on, my son. Eighty-seven is sixty-nine. Eighty-seven. Eighty-six and eighty-seven. <laughs> um, my one is, I think, is actually my only sport game on this. I think it's the f- second sport game that we had. Football mm-hmm. game. Yes. Second football game. It's the old Amiga classic, Sensible Soccer. <laughs> what a game! What a, what a fucking, fucking game! I am lost on this. Oh man, it was brilliant. There were little tiny matchstick people, and it ran so smoothly on the Amiga. It was so much fun. Yes. It was just so much fun. I started playing it at a time when I got into Sputio. Mm. Oh my god. Have <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just revealed something there? Yes. Uh, and it was just such fun. It was totally tongue in cheek. I think it was a. Was it a Codemasters game? I don't think it was Codemasters. I don't think they ever did football. Their, their thing was racing. I'm lost. Fuck, Sensible Soccer. I could be wrong now, but I think they were made by a different crew. I hope I, I, I will check in the edits. No idea, yeah, guys, yeah. we have no access to internet right now. Yeah. But um, yes, no, Sensible Soccer, it was just a purely fun game. It total, completely, I think you could rename all your players so we would just spend ages because it took fucking ages to enter in the player and team names so we'd just come up with names. That Dick Cheese. Oh, the craziest mm. things uh, ever. And no, it was fun and it's the standard by which I judge all <laughs> prior football yeah. games and they've all failed because no game gets me hooked like Sensible Soccer. Spoiler so alert. Just the funnest game ever. And fuck your PS's, fuck your place, fuck your FIFA's, fuck all that shit. What's wrong with Polyether Soulphone? <laughs> that as well. <laughs> wrong with FIFA fuck though. that all that shit. Mm. No, get Sensible Soccer on the Amiga. Boosh. You should be disappointed by the way you didn't know who the developer of Sensible Soccer was, because it's actually Sensible Software. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So you're wrong with Codemasters, I'm afraid to say. Oh my god! I was my second guess would have been like Fidgetosis. No. <laughs> They did Shadow of the Beast. Yes. Uh, so so yeah. you were wrong on both counts. I'm wrong afraid. on both counts. Yes. Apologies. Uh, but yes, Adam, you're 87. My 87. Uh, don't doubt me. Scribble Knots Unlimited on the Nintendo DS. Oh. Good show. Our first DS game, actually. Yeah, I yes. just I really enjoyed summoning Cthulhu. <laughs> just <laughs> try, trying trying to make really. everything really dark. So there was this kid, and one thing I will always remember doing: you could put um, 
descriptors, so adjectives in front of nouns. And there was this kid who was like, I miss my mommy. So obviously you're meant to create him a mother. What I wrote as my adjective was a dead. Dead mother. <laughs> Summoned a corpse. And the child just goes, yay! Picks her up and starts walking around Oh with her. my god. From that I was like, oh my god. Have I gone too far? Has technology gone too far? What is science Oh no, I got, the, I got the star piece. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm better now. That worked. Yeah, it's just... Coming up with zany things, so like, one th- challenge I did was, if I could summon Cthulhu, I would. It was like, the electricity's out in this building. Um, electrify Cthulhu. Yes, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> the fire is out in the, the fire is raging through this building. Um, flame retardant Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> Just different flavours of Cthulhu solves everything. No, it was, um, I, I got something like crying Cthulhu and the tears put out the fire. <laughs> Oh my god. That's great. Like, That's fucking setting great. Setting yourself those kind of fun challenges, I think, really just. It's the kind of game where you can just play with. You have you recommended Scribble Lost to me before, and I'm, I'm, I've been meaning to play it. But no, good stuff. So I highly recommend yeah. just for any, the any sheer game fun. Where you can summon a crying Cthulhu to put out a house fire. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that warrants that's get... any game where giving a child his ghost mother. Yeah, <laughs> that warrants further investigation. Yeah, in that, that, that's a way to sell a game to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lovely stuff. Um, my number eighty-six then is uh, a point and click adventure from one of my favorite series. It is Broken Sword Three: The Sleeping oh. Dragon. Ooh. That's now, the 3D broken sword, if I'm 3D not broken. mistaken. It's oh. spot on, Adam. This is the first one they did. Unpopular um, opinion, maybe. That is probably going to be unpopular, given that... Isn't that the worst that is it, or is that 4? Well, see, this is the thing, you see, because I didn't enjoy 4 oh. at all. Hmm. It was the reason... It was the point I stopped playing Broken Sword until they like, brought, yeah, brought it be, back. Yeah, because they didn't make one after 4. Well, it's all, well that's, the people just stopped playing it, because... Oh, there's a 5th one. They, there oh, is, a fifth but that one. was, like, that was rebooted. Kickstarter. Oh, and that they was went back to basics, yeah. back to 2D, and it was perfect. It was a solid, solid, uninspiring game, Three. Was, was that fine. the one with the monatomic gold in it? No, that's four. That's four. That's oh, four. yeah, that's the garbage one. Yeah, that's the one that went uh, with that's all That's the one that killed it. Yeah, the, well, I wouldn't say it killed it, but it just ran out of steam mm-hmm. because it went 3D. Yeah. And the, the, the fourth game, the problem was that it, it tried to introduce this hacking minigame, and it was just Oh, it was terrible. Bad. Was but so three good. kind of went like more like, because um, I mean with 3D, the lads realised, okay, we can't just get away with point like adventures and puzzles. We have to introduce something else. And then, then two games later, they're like, okay, guys, so it turns out we can get away with just point and kill like adventures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have said that though the man Cecil has said that like people wanted, wanted to go back to 2D they were yeah because it's to good it's fun yeah that, if something's not broken don't add 3D to break it further yeah exactly yeah. take it so, from Sierra <laughs> pretty much but what the thing was the what happened with this game was they introduced platforming and stealth and just no it just did not click didn't match no sense so but and also quick time events as well like really rudimentary quick time events but that was fine it was just prompts really low on the Shenmue scale yes exactly um, in fact I'd say it's just like rudimentary Shenmue scale but the game is fine like the actual plot is grand it's a kind of a like a tangentially attached to the first game about the Knights Templar but it doesn't start off like that there's a lot of extreme weather happening there's someone affecting like the ley lines of the world this sort of whole yeah I mean like gimmick. it's totally normal Totally normal. totally normal but the, the cool thing game. is that the two main characters George and Nico are all both kind of on the same case but don't realise until halfway through the game mm. and they cross and so it's like star, <laughs> the star cross lovers now, cross again like, will they really won't they are they is she French is she putting on the accent who knows <laughs> yeah. tune in next week to find out <laughs> but no um, 
like I said, it is a good game, but it's just the thing that lets it down is that it's 3D. Let, let me if say, it was in 2D, it would be perfect. While we're on the topic, I subscribe to the fan theory that um, George actually killed Nico's father. <laughs> you might want to play the first game, uh, the, the, the Regretus Cut. <laughs> reveal who killed her father. Yeah, kind of. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. It's just a bit of an eyesore. Is the best way to put it, but the the heart was there. always fantastically well written. The uh, oh man, oh, absolutely well. I'm not going to waste time looking through my list, but I think I've got one or two of them. Good, good. Is, is it the goat? So. <sighs> yes. Fuck that. Goat. Always the goat. Always fuck that goat. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you take nothing else from it, always fuck the goat. Always, always fuck, fuck the, the goat. goat. Right. My eighty-six is a PC classic, oh. and it's again another horror game. It is Alone in the Dark. Oh yes, classic. PC one? Yeah, the first one. Yes. Nice. Po- Polygon City. Polygon. Razorblade Polygon yes. City. Uh, I believe we've played this on the channel. Cut Paul Cthulhu has yes. indeed, yes. Paul has indeed. Insert clip here. <laughs> that. That'll teach you. <laughs> Jesus, you're still no, going. Not. Ow. Oh, wow. Oh, shit, he's hit us in a different camera angle. <laughs> That's I'll, I won't hit you next week. I'll hit you into a different scene. <laughs> That is, I am stealing that line. Back to you, Neil. Paul I retain indeed, nothing. Paul has indeed uh, blundered his way through this. Uh, <laughs> that is about what you can expect from Paul. Pretty much, but uh, it's impossible not to. Um, what can you say about the game that pretty much invented the survival honor genre? Yeah, um, well, it, if not, it definitely codified it. At the very least, you have to watch us play it. Um, if you if you <laughs> go dip- now, link link in yeah. the description. If it's, if, if it's difficult for you to get through, and I can understand why modern gamers would probably not put their put themselves through this. <laughs> yeah. So we did on your behalf. It's you really do have to go back to the beginning to know where you're at right now. Yes. Um, and just along that, it was just, and they were fantastically well written games as well. Uh, the second one was the one with the ghost pirates, isn't it? Wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Well, zombie pirates. Zombie pirates, and they were really good. And it's funny because a lot of the things that a lot of the concepts that Alone of the Dark came up with, mm. we have since done, discarded, and are now going back yes. to review them. It's all Lovecrafting again. It's all coming up, and also yeah. the thing about like not being able to permanently kill your enemies. Yeah. Um, them, like the, the environment shortened ammo you the couldn't the, the environment yeah. breaking around you exactly mm, it's one of the yeah, main things it's like task. you can't even trust your fucking ground you're standing on yeah, yeah. and it's just no uh, ahead of its time and to the fact that we're actually coming back and realising we're, we're going back and discovering yeah. pop to the shop for air quotes market analysis um, yeah we're discovering all the stuff that they did so long ago yeah. it just you have to at least know it yeah. To even think that you know Survival Horror. Exactly. Fun, fantastic. Great game. Masterclass. Absolute masterclass. Absolutely. Now, um, I'm going possibly unpopular here. Uh, one of our first PS4 titles. Ooh. Child of Light. Oh, that's a brilliant game. Oh, shit. Oh, that's by Duke. Aurora was his daughter. Child of a Duchess Mysterious. Beloved by her father. He raised the girl alone. They were rarely apart, till the Duke felt lonely and misplaced his heart. It was the Great Friday before Easter 1895. Players performed for the Duke, his new bride at his side. That night, Aurora went to sleep. Yeah, come on, fuck it. Fucking Castlevania can do it. We can get away with it. (laughs) That's fucking... Cool. 
the legend, those, the old men of the internet, for which all of this is responsible for. Bon appétit. Bon appétit. So, so are we still recording? We're still rolling. We'll just, we'll just eat while we'll just talk. <laughs> yeah, just don't eat while you're talking. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't speak with your mouthful. And also don't eat. Don't eat while you're talking rather than don't talk while you're eating. You're yeah. chewing, boy. It's <laughs> the worst blowjob I've had all day. <laughs> so, get me back that boy with the craft palate. <laughs> I'm not drinking. <laughs> so, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. If you're wondering where all the chewing has happened, don't worry. We haven't uh, been infested with mice. We oh, just got some to eat. So good. Well, because we're on schedule, we just decided to keep rolling. Yeah. So, um, so Adam, uh, can you give us your number 85 again? Or 86? 86 again. Uh, was Child of Light, which gave Neil a bit of an existential crisis. Motherfucker, that's a brilliant game. Mm. It is so it's fucking Absolutely cool. brilliant. It's just so whimsical. Um, it kind of starts off life as a platformer RPG. Yeah. Every character in it rhymes. It's just super whimsical, super fun mm. fantasy. Kind of dark as well in the middle. Really it's dark. It's really dark the way a fairy tale should be. It's great. I always... Uh, fuck, when I played it, when I was playing through it, I was sitting there thinking, Jesus, I'd love to play this with my, like, my son or something like that. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd love to play it. It's a game you'd love to play with a child. Yeah. Because see what they'd really enjoy it. Is, yeah. And they'd, they'd get into all the characters' rhyme. Yeah. And Except for like fantastic. two that break the rhyme at the end as yeah. the joke. That's their joke. Yeah. It's just really good, and there's like really tight RPG mechanics as well. Mm. It's oh, fantastic. The battle mode as well was great. Oh, so good. The Healing. second, uh, what was it? The left analog stick controlled Ignatius. Yes, it was a and little he, like Firefly, thing. and you could use him to blind the opponents, yeah. and that slowed them down. And you you could just like pick the boss monster, yeah. slow it down, make its turn slower than your rest of your party, mm. take out his like friends, and, and then de- kill the monster. Yeah, debuff the fuck out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I so got a special edition of that and I got Ignatius as a light up key ring <laughs> that's good nice. it was fantastic it was that's so nice bastard it's such a that's good game it's not on my list uh, and I'm j- fucking if you, if you haven't played it do play it yeah it's so that's, good. that's gonna annoy me good stuff lads that's so really gonna annoy me as I know I'm down into this forum one my number 85 is gonna it might irritate some people because it is a I would say a channel classic but we have played it before the debut of our Let's Ruin series, Theme Hospital. Oh, very nice. Hmm. Uh, Crazy low, actually. I yeah. have to admit on that. Theme Hospital was brilliant. It is brilliant. Fuck, yeah. Actually, this series of games now is really good. Mm. You're right. You were yeah. right about that. Yeah. No, this is brilliant. Theme Hospital is a great game. It's a great simulator. It's a great management game. And it just... The only thing about games yeah, that I hear... Management was really tight on it. It was very good. Solid. Solid I, programming. I'm just so annoyed right now that I haven't included any themes. Yeah, like none of the themes on it. I didn't even think of them. They're one mm. of those things that I just don't think. Theme of. Park, oh theme God. park was just under my cutoff. Mm. Theme hospital don't made it because there's something wonderful about the way it's made, and there's something wonderful about just the, the humor and the it. humor. It's just so fucking British humor. It's just dreary, miserable. Fucking like, check out the aisle three, please. Your tongue fucking is swollen, so they cut it off. Yeah, through yeah. Normal size. All of the fucking diseases were hilarious. Corrugated ankles. I've had that before. <laughs> yeah, and um, good rock. 
patients are reminded not to die in the corridor. That's one of the best things about that game is the fucking receptionist <laughs> and those little blurbs. It just keeps you in the game, keeps you in the in the. I love I loved our fucking setup where we put all the radiators in the hospital in yes. one corridor, and somehow that worked. No, it made it into a small. And we sauna. put it across from the fucking chocolate bars mm. defending the dispensers. No, one of the funniest thing was that everyone like, was having union disputes at the same time. They're yeah. all fucking wanting pay raises. It's like no, fuck off. Take Sack those crowds. Yeah, we want to pervert on the team. <laughs> Splice. Get me the sexual deviants. <laughs> Give me all of them. But no, the great thing is the gameplay, the actual difficulty goes up so well, like really stepwise, because the first level is just like you get acquainted, just like just cure enough patients and you're clear. But then each level adds something else. Oh, the into difficulty it. curve was brilliant. Time. Just so the difficulty curve. Yeah. Brutal. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. say brutal at all. I'd say but it was manageable. Yeah, it was manageable. Yeah, yeah. It's like here, here's the here's the situation in this hospital. You've got consultants. You have to train all your staff. Yeah, Boom, and you've got earthquakes. I know you've got. Then outbreaks. towards the end, it's like you you can have one doctor pick him. Yes, <laughs> and you have like you have outbreaks. You have emergencies. You have to train staff. You have to develop stuff. You have to send yeah, people you, you to the autopsy people, machine. You want to send living people to the autopsy yes. machine yeah. to immediately for cure science, everything. For science, Adam. Yeah, because if you couldn't research it the g- condition, yes. you could autopsy, autopsy them. Take the hit on death. It gets yeah. to the point where you introduce Jimmy Savile to the autopsy machine. Billy oh, Savile. Oh, my God. Billy Savile. Billy Savile. Billy Savile. Oh, that was so on the nose. Did they know back then? Did they know? They did not. No. They did not. That's Good. why there isn't a fantastic game. That's, that's why there isn't a crazy low board. Yeah, crazy low. I'll, I'll do, my only castigation of you on that is that that's crazy. Fair low. enough. Fair enough. I accept that. Eighty-five. Mine's another classic. Mm-hmm. To be fair, Neil, all of yours are classics. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, actually. Uh, in the sense that they're older than me. I was about to say that. I will take the backhanded compliments. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly one of the most famous platformers ever. It's. My Sega Saturn game. Oh. Does it play down on the Saturn? Rayman. Ah. Ooh. Ah. Now that's low. No, no, I'm willing to give it to him. Yeah, All first right. Rayman. Brilliant. Right. Um, that was great. Bandland is something that I will never forget just because of the perfect soundtrack. Soundtrack is great. Absolutely. Um, now, Rayman, Jesus, what can I say about it? Um, if you don't, haven't, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard of a Rayman game, uh, it's one what's of those, wrong with you? Yes, mm. pretty much. Who are you? Uh, what do you do? Are you free tonight? Um, <laughs> do you want to play Rayman with me? <laughs> and then he can do his Fuck. wicked way with you. Yeah, no, it's just it personified a lot of the really early platformers. Yeah. Really, one of the classics, one of the classic genres. It's not been remade because it's constantly being remade. It was never oh, not remade. Yeah, it's on the DS and on Worlds. Yeah, no, the, D, the origins of the DS was really good. Was Actually, good. something about this is the Game Boy version, almost identical to the PlayStation Completely version, identical. is speedrunnable because you can skip the final boss in it. Yes. Yeah. And it's no, it's, it's just so good. It's fantastic. It had a quirky charm, quirky sense of humor. The graphical style that's not been imitated because it's any time anybody comes close to trying to imitate it, it's just fucking. It was made by like a student team in the Ubisoft, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was made by yeah, exactly. So it's to blame for it Ubisoft. U- is when Ubisoft recording <laughs> recording off big ideas. Actually, fucking funny enough, Child of the Light is a Ubisoft mm. game as well. Yeah, it's made by U- Ubi Art. Ubi Art, yeah. Ubi Art, yes. I will mention Ubi Art later on in this yeah. list. Uh, but yeah, Rayman, classic. Um, one of the precursors to most of the game platforming games you'll have ever played. Am I right in saying that it was initially meant for the Jaguar, and then they realised the Jaguar was a dead flush? Was a 
It was a flush. Just... Uh, maybe. I actually don't know. Like I'm, I'm not comfortable talking about this with you. I don't know too much about the etymology of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it turns out entomology is the study of insects. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I said that wrong. But yeah, I don't know too much about the history of it. But um, it could possibly be. I do have a Jaguar game on the list, though. Fair enough. It's actually coming up in this block. So, yeah. Rayman, get into it. Nice. Any one of them. Mm. I just picked the first one because it's the first game I played in the Saturn. Very Go for it. Cool. So we're on to my 85. 84? Oh, 84. No, fuck yeah, sorry. Yeah. Don't worry. The Feng Shui is affecting yeah. them. It's okay. Yeah, um, the rotations confuse me. Mm. My 85, uh, we're going to a PS3 era for me. Woo! Um, so what I've done, I'll explain this, is if I have multiple <laughs> games sequelize, I kind of picked the best one and I left out the others. As long as they haven't changed up the formula too much. Yes. Yeah. So for me, my 85th game in this is Assassin's Creed 2. Ooh. Oh man, I can't believe there's an Assassin's Creed in this fucking list. Because I want it's out. the best Assassin's Creed game. Oh my god. That's not a high bar. <laughs> it's really not. No. I will. But it was fun blending ah. into civilians. Yeah, I mean, come It was on. fun like, diving like off buildings. Blending into civilians, what, by clipping into them? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Look, it, Assassin's Creed had its day. No. It did. It did have its day. It Early had, it PS3. Had, before they started doing no, the spin-offs. It's just, yeah. a, it's just a Call of Duty of stealth games. Oh, you're, you're, really, you're really not going to like when I get to my Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope No, I'm with Adam on this one. There you was better a hope you don't eat by Dan. I'm going to knife you. I will fucking blade you, man. No, <laughs> That's the best move in Call of Duty. Mm. And Assassin's Creed, I'm with Adam on this one. There, there was a time when Assassin's Creed was There was good. a time when it, when it had fucking... They had passion. Yes. And it was after one and before three. Yes. No. Three was no. the three was the three year. killed it for me. Uh, I, I haven't played one since three. I haven't even played is. Brotherhood because I, will, I thought I that will was boring. Warn, this game will appear on my list as well, so no. I don't know how much so, detail you want to go into. As I say, two, really fun. Parkour, jumping around, assassinating people, actually quite fun, tight mechanics for what it was. Yes. One thing that pissed me off was the one at a time combat. But then I'm a Dark Souls guy, I'm a fucking bloodborne guy. If they'd made the combat tighter, it would be far higher on my list. I can no. see why they did it, though, because it acts out like a f- movie fight scene. Because the movie fight scenes... I'm just going to derail this conversation as you're either, as I can. You're I just, either, I don't like, like this. You're either kind of fighting one no. at a time anyway. I don't like goblins. Nah. <laughs> no, I fucking... No. So. Okay, Neil, ha- Neil has spoken. He is no. the arbiter of taste. <laughs> no, he's fuck off. He's getting that water to the one here. Well, I'm going to bring it a little later on anyway, so fuck but Let's move on. Go on, Jonathan. 84. Mm. Ninety-four. <laughs> Fucking Assassin's Creed. Does it take a big dollop of curry and chips? <laughs> it is. It's something that's never left the shores of Japan. Oh, Mother I know thing. what this is. I know Mother? what this is. But thanks. One of the mothers. No. Thanks no. to Slow Beef. No, not thanks to Slow Beef. That's later in the list, though. Oh. This oh, one is thanks to yeah. a lot of fans of this series uh, translating this oh. and calling it Prosecutor's Path. This is Ace Attorney Investigations <gasps> 2. Oh, the Miles Edgeworth. Miles Edgeworth. Oh, fucking So the hell. first game of featuring Miles Edgeworth is great. It's really, really good. But I have to include this one because, again, going by the rule of us, like, you know, similar sequels, which one is the better of the two? The only this Ace one, Attorney pra- protagonist that can walk. This one is fantastic, and it's baffling that it never left Japan's shores. It absolutely is, because nothing in Japan about it. It's just a solid fucking adventure. But it's, it's set in LA, in uh, that Japanese-style LA. Yeah. <laughs> ja- where, Japan where, LA, yeah. Where they have geisha girls that can yeah. see the future yeah, through yeah. miasmas. Is the, <laughs> the Neo-Kobe LA. Yeah. But there's, but there's, but there's, no, there's great stuff about this game, because, first of all... San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's great stuff about this game because a lot of it is about Miles Edward himself. But like the first game is a lot about the stuff that he gets up to and the investigations and the stuff that he's dealing with and all of his colourful characters like Kay Faraday and Gumshoe and all them. Mm. This one's very about Edgeworth because... Yeah, Gumshoe in it. I was like, I was, I was laughing Gumshoe's at that. brilliant. I laughed at the character called Gumshoe. I was like, what a shit name. What a brilliant but character. But he's so fucking So endearing. fucking brilliant. But I loved yeah. him. The pun names in that series. That's, yeah, what, that's what makes yeah. it. But um, the great thing about this game is that it's a very personal battle with Edgeworth because there's a lot of conspiracy in the game. There's a lot of dilemmas with Edgeworth himself. And the cool thing is, in the third case of the game, you get to play as his dad. Mm. Was cases, the cases in that game were some of the best. They've not replicated some of them. No. Like, Don't at me. Yeah, yeah, no, it's there's some of the greatest. And the, the great thing is, it has, in my opinion, the best nemesis, the actual best adversary. This uh, woman, I believe her name is Judge Nakajima, I want to mm. say. Okay. Because she was translated in the... Judge Mikigami, I beg your pardon. But she was, she was translated as George Courtney. And she's a brilliant adversary for Edward because she's super intelligent, very, very wise, very experienced. But We're just going to brush past that casual racism Jonathan did. <laughs> Any random caricature of Japanese Well, language. no, because when I was playing the fan translation, they didn't keep the Japanese names. They went for like the closest they had. But, mm. the, but no, it's a great game. Um, and if, you're, if you've ever even heard of Ace Attorney or you've heard of Miles Edward, play this. It gives his character a whole new dimension. It's fantastic. I do have an Ace Attorney on my list. It's you not, that, you, you not need, that one. You want to watch, want but, to play um, Investigation. I also too. have one, so I think this is a pretty universally loved series. Yeah. I thoroughly recommend Investigation 2. Oh, right? no. How, how, can you, how can you not love the Ace Attorney? Fuck me. If you love one Edgeworth, of the main reasons I bought a DS. Yeah. If you mm -hmm. love Edgeworth, you have to play yeah. this. Hands down. Right. I'm going back to the C64 with a, probably the only edutainment game on any of our lists. Mm-hmm. It's uh, typing up the dead. Oh, <laughs> please! If that's on your list, I'm gonna fucking stab you. <laughs> <laughs> Just changing my list right now. <laughs> it's where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Oh, yes. Wow. Not where in time because I did not like that one. Uh, the time. Where in the world is yeah. Carmen Sandiego? Yes, I loved the game. <laughs> uh, it's quite difficult to play now yes. because of the antiquated place names. <sighs> what, do you <laughs> right mean like now? Constantinople? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is now uh, Istanbul, if anybody's listening. Istanbul is Constantinople. Yes, it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. So if you the dating, Constantinople should be waiting in Istanbul. Now, right. if that song doesn't get you playing that game, fucking nothing will. But um, <laughs> it's good. Uh, again, another one of the games. It's so old, I don't even think you can get it emulated. Mm, mm. Um, but uh, no, I fucking love this game. What um, console did you play it on? C64. Because I heard the NES version is awful. I've never played any yeah. ports of it. That's um, why I've heard of it, because I thought, isn't that a bad game? Um, yeah, I've, I've no idea about the ports. I've heard maybe the ports are terrible. Yeah. But the C64 variant was fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, pretty much one of the first games I was raised on, so... Yeah, we're learning so much about each other here. Uh, that's why I'm loving it. We are learning. Right, Adam, you're 84. Four, right? yeah. 84 is um, the first RPG Maker game on my list. To the moon. Oh my god, brilliant. that is so low. Brilliant. Oh, what? No, brilliant game, but that's so... That's crazy low. I, yeah. even... I can see that. It made me cry. It made me fucking... The only reason why it's so low is because I don't consider the gameplay. Oh, Ooh, man. Wow. Come on. Yeah. No. I'm an action nerd guy. <sighs> no, no. It's That's his opinion. It. It's his opinion. Yeah, it's your amazing. fault for getting a Dark Souls around this. Fuck. No, that is... Amazing <laughs> game. That is amazing story. Fucking truly If this is so game. low, 
Can you imagine how what goes higher? No. So, no. I don't, that it is truly such a good beautiful game. game. I've been threatening really to play that game for so literally, fucking long. Literally oh. cried at the ending. Yeah, no. On, I've it's not, I've not cried at anything yet. To the Moon got me so fucking close. Mm. The ending is fucking yes. heart-wrenching. The whole, actually, the whole last oh, the fucking, fifth of the game? The Animorphs things. The oh. fact that they put the mistaken on yeah, purpose. The whole last 20% of the oh, game man. is just a masterful tearjerker. And masterful. Like, I, I still argue the ethics of it. Like, where they write in removing his memories. Absolutely. Oh, no, it's just, no, it's just... That's the gut-wrencher. The whole fucking thing. No, everything about it is perfect and that is stupidly low. Hmm. Again, that's my only castigation. It, it is that's a, that is ridiculously low for a game. It is a great game. Quality. And the branching, the branching moments not affecting the story oh. is something I really love. It's like no, it's just, it's just they no, affect how the two brilliant. main characters interact with each other, brilliant. and that's it. Hmm. The story is by itself. No, and I love it so fucking much. Yeah, I love that game. Isn't it amazing that like with something like RPG Maker, where all the tools are there, it's just like Grant, you have everything you make made on the game. Do what you want. If you want to, that's one of those games. I will say, whinge at me about fucking indie game graphics. Yeah, and I want to stab them. That's the game that made it's me. Substance. Do it. I will it's substance. It's nothing about style. It's substance. This That's is not is. the last RPG maker on my list. I know which one you're talking and about. And we're gonna go. Yeah. We're gonna go to tear jerking. Yeah. <laughs> tear jerking and casual jerking. Yes. Actually, you know? what, what, what makes me want to cry is that that being so low on that list. Oh, uh, it, it, it has to come in somewhere, Neil. Yeah. No. If not not consolation, not it's not on my list purely by the fact that I haven't played it yet. That's it. It's just it's literally I've only heard it's about it. It's not on my list because I didn't find the time. No, <laughs> I've only heard about it very, very recently. At least I've played it, Neil. Yeah. At least I've played it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You get that. You get, you get cool. off the technicality. Jonathan. 83. 83. Another controversial to be fair, my next section is gonna be controversial generally. <laughs> but number 83 is Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strikes Back. Ooh. Okay. Implying there's more Crash Bandicoots to come. Oh, most certainly. But this one I to be fair, the reason it's so low is because I got to it so fucking late. Because the only two, the Crash Bandicoot games I played was Tree First oh, and then Number One. That I is so skipped wrong. two. That is so wrong. How did you get into Tree First? Because the first one actually, I played. Yeah, but how? Like I didn't get it at the time until I actually. He, bought. he, he was neglected as a child. Neil. No, that's true. Yeah. No, you see, when I <laughs> when I was younger, I got a whole kind of like a smorgasbord of PS One games, and Crash wasn't amongst them. Rayman oh, was, wow. Medal of Honor, Toka, F One, all them. Fuck me, the first I Medal found of Crash was so myself. Crap. I found Crash Tree myself and said, I want to play this because it's a bike on it and I like now, cars. I, I find this weird for you because you fucking love Crash. I love Crash. But the, the reason I love Crash is because of Tree and retroactively 2 and 1. Now, that's the weird thing. I consider 3 the weakest in the book. Well, we'll have to differ on that. Mm. But anyway, 2 was good. 2 was very, very good. Um, I think the reason my opinion is low is because I didn't play it at the time. So with a, with a more cynical adult eye, you think, no, this is grand. <laughs> But the good thing was that it very much refined the first game, like mm -hmm. the crystal, the idea of like doing basically five at a time levels, find boss all the battles, gems, find everything, crystals, gems, relics. And get your yeah. yeah, I really like the gameplay of it. It just didn't have quite the sentimental value that the first and third game had. That's the reason why it's low, but it's still you, a very, very good game. You didn't spend the six-hour lim game limit trying to get that red or red. Yes, game. yes. Fuck that snow level. But anyway, it's it's not the it's not the last time you see Crash in this list, but um, and it is no, it is a shame it's down still, but there you have it. Oh, mm. That's cool. One thing I will say with a mouthful of noodles. Go for it. <laughs> we were actually playing the um, the Crash remake here, and Jonathan didn't know about the polar bear cheat. 
uh, for the hundred I lives. I forgot about it when we were recording. You had no yeah, idea. Yeah. I just I just started jumping on his head. He's like, Adam, what the fuck are you doing? This is my first time picking it up, so obviously the first thing I'm gonna do is see if the cheats are intact. Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> jump on the polar bear's head and like a hundred lives show up and he's like, What the fuck did you just do? Yeah, because this is after we had recorded that part of the game. It's like and it was you just can so- do that. Yeah, it was like Jonathan was like, I had no, I was fucking low on lives the whole way through this. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I, like, I, mean, I just wanted to see. To be fair though, this fucker didn't know, Burkbot didn't know, fucking Nordy didn't know. So hang on now, I have to share. It's <laughs> not that like. they didn't know; they didn't just they didn't cheat. It was like I, came, ah, I, honestly, yeah. I honestly thought they wouldn't have left that in. I came in afterwards and was like, let me see if this is still in it. Jumping on the polar bear's head, and then Jonathan was like, you can do that. <laughs> like <laughs> really, it was like such a. I honestly didn't think they'd leave it. It was like I know they left in the cheesing. They left in a lot of the cheesing. I didn't. But, Excuse me, I didn't take the... But they, they deliberately, in the remake, they deliberately kept the cheesing in. The, the thing yeah, I loved about it was, it was such a screwable response to like, oh, I know the secret in this game, <laughs> before the internet ruined everything for everyone. Yes. It was like the exact I same did. response. The internet ruins everything. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. Right. My 83 is an N64 game, Ooh. and it is one of the funnest first player fucking shooters I've ever played in my life. It's Torok 2. Ooh, okay. Very good. Dinosaur hunting nice. with a... F- I think this... It's something like 26 different weapons. Mm-hmm. It was fucking mental. And they all had alternate fire modes and alternate ammo. and It was just yeah. crazy. Including one game that locked onto its uh, the enemy's brainwave patterns. Mm. Fired a rocket with a drill bit on the end of it. <laughs> drilled through their skull. Drained out their brain fluid. Their, <laughs> their brain fluid. And then blew their heads off. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the only way to deal with a raptor. It's the only way to deal with a raptor. Um, graphics and my science. Graphics and were fantastic. You needed the uh, memory pack for the N sixty four. You know the little expa- the memory expansion. Yeah. You needed that to play it. because um, I later got it on the PC on a PC, uh, which obviously you didn't need it. Mm. Uh, and just the graphics on it were fantastic. Really good, cartoony, flowed really well. That was brilliant. Um, a great story as well. Pretty good for the um, inclusivity, game with the main character being a, a Native American. Mm. Um, that was great. I, I really liked it. It was just one of the funnest games it around. Was, it was different. And it was very Gibby. Yes. One of the real Gibby games, which I quite liked to blow chunks out of everything. And it was just fucking, you could, you, it was just fun, brilliant, really fast paced game. Got me into everything later on, like the Unreals and the Quakes. Yeah. It was a good entry level. Yeah, it was mm. fantastic. Torok 2, get into it. Nice, nice. Adam, 83. 83 for me. Um, the only game I've ever kickstarted. <clears throat> kind of throw your mind back to um, having friends in real life, actually mm-hmm. meeting up to each other. <laughs> Think Werewolves meets Mafia, and you have described Town of Salem. Ah, yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. Just a super fun browser game, later released on Steam. Yeah. Kickstarters, obviously you get it. It's on mobile, it's on everything, it's cross-platform. Yeah. It's just so much fun being Very mafia, good. working Very together, good. coordinating lies, I can, trying I... to figure things out, being the one guy in a fucking townsfolk who are like, I figured this out, please fucking listen to me, you retard. <laughs> I know who those two are, I know you're the good guy, I'm fucking adding you. <laughs> Figure this out. That's it. So you, frustrating. You have so tried fun. So for it's so like, many years to get me to play this. You're the you're the jester. <laughs> of course I'm not. The jester is dead and the random is dead. You can figure this out. Are you fucking mafia? Like, the only reason you could be this incompetent is if you're actually mafia. Stop making me question myself. <laughs> it's such a good game. Just because of how angry you can get with random people. Yeah. Or your friends if you all get into the same server. 
Nice. <laughs> I love it so much. Is, is that very, why very you kept good. trying to get? To I kept game. trying to get everyone to play it, and Jonathan was just like, "No, no, let's play another game of Cards Against Humanity. We know how to play that." That was years ago. I've matured <laughs> since then. <laughs> I recommend highly. Yeah. It's, right, it's even fun now. They've added new roles. They keep the game fresh. They rebalance it. Keep at it. Right. Okay. I'll break up this domestic between the two years. Jonathan, you're 82. <laughs> right. It's not a domestic. This is going to be controversial for somebody. <sighs> Me. My number 82 is a LucasArts game. Oh. said LucasArts I was not expecting Loom yes I very much liked Loom now I'm lost on Loom Loom is, is, is one of those kind of like it's very elegant it's a very beautiful game in that it's, a lot of it's very kind of like artsy it's and not a typical LucasArts it's game. not that's the thing it was very experimented in the because, sense that it's not a game but it's not that it's because there's no comedy in it it's a ah, very serious game okay because yeah. LucasArts did a lot of like Zach McCracken and Day of the Tentacle even Indiana Jones had a bit of slapstick towards it, mm-hmm. you know. Was that uh, the Monkey Island Games? Full, no, that was Double Fine. Was Full Throttle, wasn't it? Yes. Double, yeah. yeah, technically Double. Uh, yeah, double, double Fine. Yeah. But um, but the thing with Loom was that it was a very just like a very beautiful game, and that's the only way you can kind of, kind of describe it. A lot of the puzzles were a lot of like melodic. You know, mm-hmm. the whole idea of it was like you have to make melodies to cast spells. Yeah, I think and a lot I, of it's about weaving looms, yeah, like literally I think, weaving looms. I suppose I remember I played. Fuck, what did I play recently? Journey. Mm. You know the game where you can fl- yeah. float in the air? And I couldn't get Loom out of my head the whole time I was playing it. Oh no, the heavily I, inspired by I those kind of... I couldn't for the life of me figure out why. I think you're kind of getting... Yeah, I'm I can imagine okay, that... So like, this game is older than me. I'm just looking it up here. Yeah. Because I can imagine <laughs> that this game is like... Uh, this game inspired me, that generation of like of the likes of Jonathan Blow and those kind of yeah. indie creators. Just said they wanted to make something artistically pleasant. Pure artistically. And the great thing is like the actual, there's a brilliant idea of puzzle solving in it because... I'll give you an example. Like, you get the, the spell to cast open on something. If you want to open a door, it's like, there's your cast. You have to put in, like, four keys. Oh. And it is, like, literally, like, you're making a melody. It's like, But if you want to close something, you see, you're not told what to do that. You have to uh, you figure out. Backwards. You do it backwards. Yeah. And that works several times That's for clever. various spells. That's and clever. more elegant, more longer. So you have to write down the spells. Like, remember, we're playing this... A few years oh, ago. This is before walkthroughs. Yeah. Mm. No, I played this without a walkthrough, thankfully. Because I, what I did was I kept writing down the spells, yeah. right? And I just love going. The kind of game where you need to map things out. Yeah. I was going to say, that harks back to the time where you were drawing out the dungeon maps. Yeah, yeah. The first game in the Fucking modern era, in, like, in the last few that. years, even in like old games, that I've actually wrote down something involved with it. Because yeah. I just go, fuck a walkthrough. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I'm just lazy. But this had me hooked. And yeah. I was just like, no, it's a beautiful game. And like I said, it's that. That gold standard of indie games where they're just inherently like, well, I say highbrow, but it's a lot of subtext and a lot of talk. Yeah. But it's just it's just a nice game. No, it's, a nice it's a nice game, a, and it's not that long either. That's actually fantastic. You you you, you played in a few hours, and it's just like there's something majestic about it. Yeah. No, that's a fantastic suggestion. I'm really impressed with that. That's great. Nice. Um. <clears throat> yeah. No, that's brilliant. I can't can't argue with that at all. Uh, my eighty two. Is the only Jaguar game I reckon is going to oh, ever oh, be on the list. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, yourself, lads. It, it is it. the update. They redid it, revamped it. It's uh, Pitfall, the Mayan adventure. Oh. 
I have never Now, it was ported to another... It was on a number of platforms. Hmm. Um, but I got it on the Jaguar. Now, that is interesting. Um, mm. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was done really cartoonishly. The graphics on it were quite dark. It was really good. It was fantastic. I just remember it being... I know the game looked like it. It played really well, really smoothly. The Jaguar controller was actually quite good for it. And, yeah, it was fun. It was also one of the weird things. It... um. There was a curious mechanic where if you ran, because it was 2D, mm. side-scroller, kind of platformer, it was a curious thing where if you ran your character full tilt into a wall, he ran up it and somersaulted back. <laughs> That's cool. Every time. It was fucking brilliant. You couldn't run him into a wall. There's, there's a real hack of Indiana Jones off his design. Oh, no. It was yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> bang of Indiana Jones off mm, this. was fucking Very cool. nice. But it was based on Pitfall. Uh, yeah. It was done the whole mind thing. The whip your character could use it was fantastic. It was really, really great. Yeah, nice. it got me into platforming things. I don't think if I if I'd not played Pitfall, I probably wouldn't have gotten into the Tomb Raiders and all the other adventure mm. platforming stuff like that as well. Uh, yeah, no, it was just fantastic. A great piece of gaming history and um, probably the best game on the Jaguar, which was a very maligned uh, console. It's weird trying to explain how all these different consoles to younger people because. But it was 64 bit, Neil. It was clearly superior to everything. Clearly else. superior to everything. Uh, <laughs> it, was just, it was just weird because 64 bit, that's what the PS4 can get to, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was crazy because it was just coming towards the end of that time whereby if they ever upgraded the memory on something, mm. they just released a whole new system. Yeah. Whereas the, now the, you can just upgrade the memory on the one. The, this is the console they were trying to sell based on it being so powerful, right? Yes. yes. And then that's why it bombed. It, mm. it bombed because oh, oh it bombed because the game selection. Yeah. Hands they didn't get the third party deals. Ah, no. Fuck it. And the third party deals they did get were shit. Yeah. But by the most powerful system to date, the Xbox One X. <laughs> Pitfall. You can get TV on it. Pitfall. I, I'd, I'd recommend it to people, but I wouldn't push it through it. <laughs> I it, would recommend it but I really would it's, it's very good there's a magical thing called YouTube and YouTube. one place <laughs> and you really do, do need to go 82 Adam if you don't mind speaking of YouTube now this is very high on the list only because I got to it late Neil is going to look at me with disgust when he I already is Bioshock 1 no actually no that's I, I, I'd agree with that being that long on the list Ooh. wow oh, got away with it man honestly got away with it it's a really fun game it actually made me fear being underwater. And I, I'm a fucking certified diver, people. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit. I could, I could really imagine, is, actually. We're not lying. No. I, could be in, I could imagine being in a tube like this and just surrounded <laughs> by water. And like, I'm out in the water, fucking tank is my only safety net. But mm. if one crack goes into the glass in that game, and it happens at points, yeah. you're like, shit. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Just like, that it's, I don't. It's and, not a Bioshock game I have, but it's, I like it. Yeah. It's not only that, but great puzzle, great combat. Yeah. The one thing that kind of locks it down for me, again, is how late I came to it and how lost I got in early game. Mm. I thought the binary nature of the ending, considering all the different flavours oh. of grey... I, I don't want to spoil it in yeah, case somebody yeah, hasn't I, 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 don't, I, I know it's one of the most know, yeah. spoiled games yeah. on the internet yeah would you kindly but it's shut up Dan <laughs> it's really good yeah. also a really good Irish character in it that I didn't think of oh my god he's fucking Irish of course he is yeah. Jay's a trace of it's great Alright. Not good. No, not good. So going from um from highbrow to arguably lowbrow in this one, this one is uh You're eighty one. Is another time sink for me. Uh, this is Motorsport Manager. Oh. 
So, okay. yeah, there's a critical eyebrow there, right? It is a good bit higher. Purely that scratching the sound is my eyebrow hitting off the ceiling. But there's, it's purely <laughs> for the fact that this is a really... just hitting the floor. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this is a really, really good managing <laughs> game. Outright. Like, like I said, I enjoy my form. My, uh, form so you're going to you're gonna have to explain this. Yes, no, I do. I not, what is it? I, I don't know what motorsports I really are. don't. I've not played this. So, it's... It's basically it is on the football manager engine. I was about to say, is it like Champ Manager before yes. F one? It is pretty much that. It's the same game that you have as your number one, two, and three, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> so what and what happens is uh, obviously they don't get the licenses for actual Formula One racing. So what they do is they have hilarious like you know like so nicknames. They have the, the Faggio for the Piaggio. <laughs> kind of yeah, because they have like Mercedes is Steinman Motorsport, but it's clearly grey and green, the same colours as the fucking and like you know Ferrari is something that's clearly not Ferrari, but like. <laughs> And they obviously have the names. But what kind of makes a horse it... down on all fours? Yeah. Really <laughs> <laughs> what happens is the the actual mechanics of the game is really really sound, and there's a lot of like stuff that you do have to take into account. Like you have to tell your drivers to push or conserve. You know, oh, you're, so you're, you're managing fuel. Oh, yeah, you're actually you know you're actually doing the whole team management thing. Wow, that's so fun. you're actually controlling them as they race. Yes, that is cool. And that's funny. I was actually thinking to myself. Mm. This was quite a while ago. That that would actually make a good concept. It's solid. Oh, it's fucking solid. It's quite As, recent. It's about two years ago, oh, but they've oh, okay. kept they've kept updating it since with DLCs. So with oh, yeah, DLCs, you have, have scenarios, that, yeah. right? So this is quite new then. Yeah, fuck yeah. to get into that. Because the game, because the game, like starts off with like three tiers of formula of formula racing. So it's like what would what would be Formula Three basically, and right. you have Formula Two, you have Formula One, and you have promotion and relegation, right? Which is cool. Yeah. Like, it's never been done before. Yeah. Um, the racetracks are kind of like analogs of what's out there already. So you have your actual race course. You have your street circuits. You have your kind of like you know parks, that sort of thing. Probably desert the, tracks. Yeah, the DLC, uh, the fucking E, the Formula E into it. Well, that's the thing, Neil, because Ooh. the DLCs are actual like GT racing, ah. like actual touring cars, and Le Mans racing, endurance. Nice. But when you mention Formula E, there is a really dedicated mod community, right? And what you can do is you can just if you download a pack and all the real life drivers, all the real life teams. Nice. You can pick what you want. You can go F1, IndyCar, fucking Le Mans. Pick what you want out of it. And it's just such a dedicated system. And man, adds a lot to the game when it's real life drivers. Because it's the closest thing you would actually get to a Formula 1 manager game when you put those mods on. And to be fair, the people doing the mods are really quite you know careful. The program doesn't suffer that much. You'll have a few crashes, right. but you'll expect that with mods. Cool. Nice. But no, it's a solid management game. Probably one of the best management games I've ever played. Wow. And I like my management games. Probably have to get into that. Yeah, have I mean, to. The, like, considering the video up to this point is just going to be spreadsheets, you know you're in for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good. It's a good game. Good management game. Solid. Right. I am sticking in the past. Uh, going back to another genre-defining classic. Back to the C64, it Fuck. is the original Gauntlet. Okay. Gauntlet, the fucking... Yes. Yeah, I know the one. Okay. I used to play this in the arcade quite a bit. And yes. you could pick it's like the warrior, the Valkyrie, the magician, or yes. the dwarf. Dwarf, yeah. <laughs> Who could not pick the dwarf? Yeah, he threw axes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, God damn. Yeah, so, no, um, I used to obsessively play this with my older brother in arcade. In the arcade. And it was one of the first games I went for the arcade to the C64 where the graphics didn't suffer too horrendously badly. Mm. Um, I remember the C64 port of Final Fight was fucking terrible. Mm. Um, but yeah. Now, Gauntlet, uh, it's been redone countless amounts of times. It's pretty much the whole... Basically, Diablo would not exist without Gauntlet. Yes. And Diablo's such a, a fucking again. staple of the gaming world now. It's... 
criminally remiss for people to not know that it all stemmed from this top-down fucking toss weapons at everything that moved that one yeah. the yeah. fucking NPC the character. Great games. They were just fantastic. It was pure fun. There was fucking no storyline mm. other than kill everything that moved. Yeah. As was the as was tradition. As was tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as, as was the case with their fathers. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you've ever played a hack and slash, you and enjoyed it, <laughs> you owe it to Gauntlet. And if you've ever played a hack and slash and you've not liked it, you, you got owe to, it to <laughs> You've to blame Gauntlet. <laughs> there we go, history lesson. Superb. Uh, stick, sticking with the grim, dark, and gritty tone of Gauntlet, um, my number eighty-one is Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Academy. <laughs> Game Boy Advance. <laughs> I fucking knew he was made and switching. I knew it. I could see it from space. A really fun. <laughs> okay. I know I'm going to have to preface this. I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Never artistically in tournaments. Yes. But casually with friends. And then a bit online. I can attest to that. I really enjoyed Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Academy on Game Boy Advance. Because I just got to a point where they, in my life they shut down the online servers. Mm. Konami kind of went fucking lawyer after everything. So I was like, fuck you guys, I'm going to emulate a Game Boy game mm. that perfectly plays the game. Yeah. Duel Academy did that in GX era. So I can't tell you how fun it was to play classic rules, Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm. In just a Game Boy game. And it was really fun, it was really tight. AI was broken a bit, so you could just like fuck it over mm. by you know playing things wrong. And the AI was like, how, did, how do I deal with this? Yeah. This is not how someone should you play blue, this. You could blue heaven, yeah. But um, yeah, it was really fun. Good card selection. Um, quite tight mechanics. Some of the cards, I think, were slightly off. Mm. In that They were retconned later. But still a really fun game back at the time. Good. And I can't say any more about it. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. Excellent. Very good. Uh, right. Oh yeah, yeah, the story. <laughs> the story. <laughs> the one. Don't what, worry about what it. What about the characters? <laughs> characters were from the anime. And Excellent. they used the decks from the anime, so you knew what you were getting you into. You don't get in yet. So you can fight <laughs> off against Pegasus, Kaiba, all the lads. No, from the GX anime. Oh, GX, bigger part, sorry. Not so from, from the better generation. The better oh, one. Oh, I can't even oh, finish that. I can't even finish we're that. Get dislike, dislike, we're get dislike, nuked. dislike, dislike. <laughs> Well, if they had to make it to the end of the video for that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh. There we, go. we have reached the end of this uh, part, folks. So uh, hopefully you've enjoyed or at least agreed with some of our choices. If not, by all means, um, dispense your remarks in the comments below. Don't at me. But yeah, <laughs> again, Adam is not on Twitter, but we are ourselves. You can get in touch with us if you want to. Until then, folks, good, good we'll segue. be back. He, yeah. he actually made that Twitter account in the interim. Yeah. <laughs> in between yeah. these two, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So lads, we'll see you for uh, 80 to 71. Until then, lads, take care and see you later. Yeah. Whoop.